0: Thanks for joining us for another TechList Talk, where we explore how consumer technology shapes our relationships, health, and culture. Hey everyone, welcome to another TechList Talk. We are here at the Sexual Integrity Leadership Summit, where some of the nation's leaders in the conversation around sexual integrity have gathered together, and it's my honor today to talk to Dan Martin. He's a director at an organization called Pure Hope. Um, would you mind telling us just a little bit about pure hope? Yeah. and then and then after you do, we're gonna dive into this really cool perspective they have on technology. So
1: absolutely. pure hope is is really about equipping families to navigate what we would call a sexualized digital age. We live in an environment that's hypersexualized, uh, our culture, and we live in a time where, digital distraction is a a huge hurdle and a lot of families are trying to figure out hey how do we do this well how do we how do we help our kids live in this environment where those two things come together is really where pure hope wants to spend time and wants to dive in when my kids were getting phones um it was brand new like there wasn't uh, i couldn't go to parents and say hey how did you navigate this like what are what's some good wisdom around it and because I was the first generation of parents that all of a sudden were handing our kids these smartphones that that was kind of like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what this thing can do. But here you go. It's never been done before. But here you go. Test it. Out. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the, the things that really drives me and drives our organization is helping parents, giving them some okay, here's how I failed as a parent you know, in this area. Here's some things I picked up along the way. And we'd love to help other families navigate this well. So I
0: checked out your website and I saw this article that you wrote about the social dilemma. Yeah. And we've talked about the social dilemma a
1: lot. <laughs>
0: I mean, I love the film. I think everybody should go watch it. It will terrify you. Yeah. But the social dilemma does a really good job at addressing the problem. But your article talks about the solution. Yeah. Which, and so, Unpack that. I, what, give us the summary of that. Of you want me to
1: solve the problems yes, of the so, digital world? There's right this here. huge
0: problem. Okay, what do you? How yes. do we fix it?
1: Well, if you have three minutes, I'll, I'll solve the, all the world's problems for you. <laughs> well, you know the, the the solution is timeless. We often think that you know, hey, technology is this new thing or this new hurdle, and and yet what I find is there's a lot of wisdom just given uh, you know the the world that we live in that we can draw on that doesn't necessarily talk about you know the latest android or the latest apple product it talks about just good stewardship of our time and so when i think about the challenges that families face today and individuals face it's really about digital distraction and that's that's what the social dilemma was really talking about is that all these tech companies are really vying for is our time and our attention, and and so many of us are, and and I'm as guilty as anybody. Um, yes, I'm I'm first in line. Um, I'm so distracted digitally. Social dilemma helped me see that there's more going on here. There's a psychology behind this. There there's a. There's a there's money behind this. Lots. And, and our time, yeah. our t- our time and our attention is a commodity. Wow. You know, think about it. How much do you pay for TikTok? You know, how much are you paying for oh, Snapchat? It's free. It's free. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. And and I'm like, hmm, but People are becoming billionaires who start these companies. Off of TikTok that is giving away it's something free. for free. Yes. How does yeah. that work? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, just just being aware, number one, yeah. that um, that our time and attention is a commodity. What's a good thing for all of us to think about is how well am I stewarding my time? We're given allotment of time, and we've got to make the most of that. There's great wisdom that that I've learned, and one of those one of those kind of things that, and I mentioned kind of the it's this has always been around, but there's a verse that I love, and it, and it talks about it says be wise, don't be unwise, like live wisely, don't live unwisely. Yeah. And number one that's like intentional like so if you're not intentional you're not going to be wise so you're going to be unwise yes yeah, being wise means being intentional yes okay yeah be intentional so engage your brain think ask questions right make and make informed decisions <laughs> yeah. and then that goes on to say after that be what wi- you know don't be unwise but be wise it goes on to say make the most of your time Wow. when i think about how many times i get lost in the endless scrolling mm-hmm. you know where an hour goes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's an it's been an hour, and I've been scrolling, you know, looking at Instagram or, or whatever, and I just lost an hour. Yeah. What Social Dilemma helped me with. Was helped me to see number one that there was a plot. <laughs> Somebody was plotting in a boardroom somewhere. Like, how can we get Dan yeah. to spend an hour and a half on his phone and just waste complete you time? You didn't know
0: about that plot until you watched the film.
1: Exactly, yeah. and so it was very eye opening for me in that way. But it was also like, hey, wait a minute. There's, there's, th- this is a new phenomenon in the sense of we've, we're carrying these things around in our pockets but the wisdom behind make the most of your time, like be aware, be intentional. We, we have to make a plan to be intentional. What's your plan. Hey parents, most of us don't have a plan. I didn't have a plan when I handed my kids a smartphone when they were in eighth grade or or whatever, when, when that new technology was coming out, my plan was, um, I'm not sure how to use this thing, but let's figure this out together. And so for me, the plan began with "Let's do this together." Um, Dad, can I get on Snapchat? Um, sure, let me let me sign up for an account myself. Yeah, you know, let me let me get on Snapchat. So you
0: dove in with them, and your plan was, "Hey, I'm gonna
1: do, you're gonna do it. I'm gonna do. yes. Yeah. My my answer to my kids was never no. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless there were some no's when it came to technology, you know, if 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 they had asked me about Pornhub, it would have been no. Yeah, yes. but, there, but, <laughs> yeah, but there's a line. Yeah, but but it was. I heard all this this fear about you know Snapchat and TikTok and all those things. Yeah. My answer to them was always, yes, let's do it together, cool. and cool. let's figure this out. And then we would get on it, you know, and and we would learn it together. And they hate it. my kids hated it by the way. They they hated that. No, Dad, don't you can't get on it. I want to get so on it. So now that they're grown, do yeah. they regret that? No, and no, they don't. In fact, my daughter said to me, Dad, I always appreciated that you gave us pretty firm boundaries, but they were never boundaries that we we wondered why you were giving us. Like, like if you said no to something, you would always tell us why. We were designed for community. We were designed for face-to-face interaction technology is a great supplement when we can't be together when we can't do this face-to-face yeah, it's the compromise to what we should have as the default <laughs> exactly exactly right and and what is lost when we lose this well what's lost is body language yeah. i lose facial expressions um, if i insult you online I don't necessarily feel or see how that hurt you. Mm-hmm. Or I say something that, that you know, body language would tell me, yeah. boy, that, that impacted him differently than I wanted it to. Yeah. We lose all of that. Sherry Turkle wrote a book, The Art of, Conver- Reclaiming the Art of Conversation.
0: Okay, we've lost it, we're reclaiming.
1: We're reclaiming it. And I love that because Sherry Turkle, who's a professor at MIT, mm-hmm was on the cover of Wired Magazine in 1996, kind of promoting this new digital you know, connection, like it was gonna transform relationships. And now
0: she's writing the book to clean up the mess that she endorsed.
1: Well, what's happened? Yeah, exactly. It's like, she's got 15 years of, yeah. of all this data of Oops. what technology's doing. And now, I mean, Wired Magazine isn't gonna put her on the cover today yeah. if they even exist anymore, but they're they're, they're not gonna put her on the cover today because she's saying, no, we were human. Human beings were created for face to face and yeah. and we're seeing a generation of kids being raised and and from her perspective which i love the book talks about you know they've studied there are some real things the empathy the level of empathy of a 12 year old today yeah versus the level of empathy of a 12 year old 20 years ago I've lost it they they've lost empathy wow and, and so, again, those timeless truths yeah, yeah. are we need to be together face to face. And the, the beauty of technology is when we can't be together face to face, we can still have a relation. We can still cultivate our relationship. Yeah. But there's no greater joy. There's no more complete joy huh. than being together face to face. And that's what I'm afraid kids are losing yeah. today.
0: I'm an art guy. I have a master's in studio art and theory, so I love paintings. One of the things I've realized is that so many paintings were designed to be experienced face-to-face. Like that's that's how to experience a painting. Yeah. So unless you stood a, in front of Picasso's Guernica, it doesn't affect you. But I remember seeing in books and all this stuff and then I showed up in Spain and looked at it and I was like, whoa, it changed my life actually. It sounds wow. weird to say that painting can change your life. Yeah but there's just this subtle nuance and sophistication and complexity behind it. I mean, another one of my favorite paintings, Garden of Earthly Delights, Hieronymus Bosch. It's a triptych and it can be folded, but then it can be unfolded. And the more I've studied this painting, um, the more I realized that this was a conversation piece to sit and look at and engage with and talk about for three hours. I mean, it was like supposed to be this engaging thing, but it's sophisticated and nuanced and complex. And unless you see it in person, you're just gonna miss it. Everything I love about paintings is what we're missing right now in yeah. culture and yeah. relationships. And technology has replaced that. I mean, you look at a you look at a beautiful painting on a four inch screen, and it just doesn't do
1: it. Right. You know, it right. But it's, right. it's the
0: same thing, and we've just lost that. Yeah.
1: so. Yeah. That's a. I think that's a great analogy, and and that is again, you know, the the face to face or the the in person yeah. is is kind of the completeness. And, and technology what technology gives us is an incompleteness.
0: We were talking yesterday and you had this really cool story about the founder of Netflix. So I unpack yeah. that for us. Tell us. <laughs> yeah well this came
1: this actually came before I, I, I watched the social dilemma. Okay. Um, so this is a fast company magazine. Okay. in 2017, Reed Hastings the, the CEO of Netflix was being interviewed. And he was asked the question, who is Netflix's number one competitor? Who's their biggest competitor? And so you're expecting to hear, you know, Amazon video or Hulu, Hulu, (laughs) YouTube TV or, you know, whatever, whatever the other streaming service would be. And he made a statement that just took me like by complete surprise, his answer and his answer to who their number one competitor was. He says this, he says, sleep. And I was like, sleep. What? Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix, views your sleep, my sleep, our sleep. Oh god, I love as, my sleep, as, <laughs> I love my sleep yeah, too. Yeah. As a competitor. Wow. So here, here's what I take from that. Netflix has feels like they've consumed as much of our waking hours as they could. And now in order to increase market share or get more of our time and attention, going back to that that whole thing, the commodity that we have to sell, Mm -hmm. right? Time and attention, is to break into and overcome some of our sleep. And you think about, I mean, when you think about that, just watching Netflix, you know, you finish a movie and you got five seconds till the next Movie recommended start. Oh yeah, and it's right? a good one too. It's yeah, like, I've oh, I've that, that. You know, <laughs> they <figured> it out. <laughs> It's one o'clock in the morning, but yeah, I'll, I'm in for another two hours. I, and it's a, it's probably a pretty successful business uh, model. Yeah. It, but but then at the end of that article, he says this, uh, which just sends chills down my spine when I think about. It. He says, "And we're winning." and we're winning like he they're they're overcoming our sleep like that's just scary the combination of seeing social dilemma seeing some some tech insiders some industry insiders kind of giving a little bit of a insight into what is actually happening yeah. and then to hear the ceo of netflix say that in a yeah. publicized art he's not yeah. ashamed oh, of yeah, it yeah he's
0: promoting that like yeah hey, it's
1: like we're, we're we're
0: taking your sleep and yeah. that's okay
1: yeah crazy and and the and we're giving it to them mm.
0: yeah and i always call you know these subscription services where you pay a flat rate monthly and you can just eat as much of it as you want i call those like all you can watch or all you can eat things and i kind of Equate them to an all you can eat buffet. And if we live on an all you can bet buffet, what happens to you? Yeah. You know, like you gain weight, you know, it's just inevitable. You almost feel
1: obligated to eat more.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the business model is designed to entice wow. you to get your money's worth. I, I go to Golden Crowd, I'll skip breakfast and I'll go and double down and I'll eat as much as I can because otherwise I don't get enough value out
1: of that. That is <laughs> fat. That, yeah. Thinking about that, like, you know, you made a you made an analogy with me yesterday when we were kind of interacting a little bit that that I'm already like incorporating into all the tech talks that I'm going to give. But it was the analogy of handing your kids a million dollars yeah. and you would be a fool to hand your kids a million dollars and they're not ready yet for that million dollars. Yeah. You know, you you a wise parent, an intentional parent would, would give them small amounts of that. Yeah. My, my daughters, four or five year olds, I'm giving them nickels. Yes. Yes. And they're thrilled with the nickels. Yeah, absolutely. But if if you, you, but that is the equivalent to handing a sixth grader or a seventh grader, a a smartphone Mm -hmm. and just the responsibility and the, the significant, the weight of that on that, that child that's not ready for that well all their friends have one that's not how we make decisions as parents that's not a good that's not a good barometer for us Just cross that off the list is a valid
0: excuse yeah end of story not a good reason yeah awesome yeah let the viewers know a little bit more about pure hope how to plug in yes. know, practical next steps for you guys yeah
1: so- our website PureHope.net is where you can find a lot of our resources. We've got some great free resources that are just downloads on our websites for parents that really help them kind of navigate these issues. And so you can go check those out. One of the things we have on there um, is a safe use agreement. And it is really that kind of a contract for giving your child a phone up front. What are the expectations? Cool. We also have an app. We have a new app. <laughs> so we want we want your time and your attention, more of it. And so hopefully you're not sleeping, you're yeah. spending time on our app. The only,
0: the only thing I'm sad about is that your app doesn't work on Wise Phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if you guys liked
0: what you heard here today, there's definitely more. I mean, I went online uh, earlier today. They've got some really good free resources. Go check them out. I highly recommend it. They'll help you navigate those difficult conversations. So purehope.net. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time.